Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Authentic Conversation. This is us. <laughs> Me and you. Us. And if this is your first time with us, welcome. My name is Amareli. And Susan. That's right. Susan, today we have a hot topic and almost a full circle going around right now. We are finishing up the connection that we have been making with our meditations on Thursday nights. Yes, and then bringing it back here to our channel. If this is your first time, welcome. We are on YouTube and we also are, have a podcast. So we would love to see you in either platform that works for you. And we join here um, when life allows us to. <laughs> Amidst the chaos is really what it is. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, authentically with ourselves because this is our dream and it will become where it will be stable to be every week. Um, but definitely on Thursday nights, we meet together. And if you ever want to join our meditation class, just give, let us know by a comment with your email and we will add you to our Zoom list. It is done via Zoom. Cameras off, a nice 30 minutes for you to connect with yourself once a week. That for sure. We promise, and if it's a class that doesn't happen, we send out an email with enough time. And then all of our recordings are on YouTube and our podcast. The meditations are all on YouTube, just so that everyone know. Um, so our meditation that we just had was? The 12th Universal Law. So the, it's called the Law of Gender. And so often people, um, you know, think that gender is strictly tied to are you male or are you female, right? But the law of gender really has nothing to do with sexual identity or orientation or, you know, sex at birth. Um, the law of gender has to do with your divine feminine and divine masculine qualities. So each and every one of us, because remember, we're, we're all interconnected. We're all one. We go back to the law of oneness, you know, the beginning of the universal laws, love it full circle, 12 months, 12 <laughs> laws, whatever. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. I love that connection. I'm the 12. Yeah. 12 months, like one for, we can even study this like once a month. I mean, there's so much we can talk about each law, but we are doing a quick version of this. Yes. And we're breaking it down. <laughs> so this is simply, this is simply awareness, right? I mean, everything that we become aware of, we can make a deep dive on, which is beautiful because each and every one of us resonate towards something different. So, you know, somebody might want to make the deep dive on the, uh, you know, the, the manifestation, you know, the, the, um, or on, you know, the understanding rhythm, you know, those, those types of things are, you know, and they're all, you know, universal laws, which mean that they are present, not only within us, but present within all of nature and all of the universe. So very cool. It's just a nice way to connect with the greater, you know, the greater, everything's always greater. Our greater selves. So back to, back to gender, right? Okay. So we have a masculine and a feminine side. And, and a lot of times it ties back to the left and right hemispheres of the brain. The right hemisphere of the brain is the feminine side. The left hemisphere is referred to as the masculine side. And um, when we think about um, behaviors and actions and thoughts and ideas. And, you know, the right brain tends to be more creative and, um, you know, 
seemingly having more compassion or empathy, the left brain is more analytical and um, concrete, sequential, you know, your organization is there, your creative flow is here. And so the law of gender just brings the awareness to the fact that, you know, that we have all of these things and what we're paying attention to becomes, you know, how we identify or, or what we focus on, but know that sometimes, you know, you have to go outside of your comfort zone to tap into, you know, kind of that other, that other piece. So if you're non-confrontational, right, if you, you know, if, if you tend to allow people or things to walk on you or step over you, right, so, you know, maybe you're out of balance in the, you know, in needing more of your male energy, you know, that, that, um, that, that strong hold the line, you know, create the boundary kind of thing that would be considered male energy, you know? Okay, so let's take a pause. This is is so much information. If I wanna tap into my male energy, what are some tools that we can do? Well, so every tool- What would you recommend? Every tool starts with awareness, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so just being, simply being aware that, you know, I can do that. I watch other people, I admire certain qualities in other people, but I don't necessarily recognize them in myself. But the awareness that we can access or have that kind of um, you know, possibilities or potential within us can unlock the door. The other thing that's really important to remember is that um, you know, when we cross out of who we've identified with and we start to explore and take on, you know, kind of these, these new um, challenges or new roles, it can be uncomfortable. So we have to be okay with the discomfort. We have to be comfortable with uncertainty and discomfort. Um, You know, so that's kind of how we break out of, old patterns and routines that are no longer serving us or no longer helping us grow. Everything that we've done in our life has given us the tools, the wisdom, the awareness to continue to grow, but we have to use the discomfort for growth. So if you want to be more creative, then um, I would- So that's tapping into your- right brain creativity yes. right so yep. more of yep. uh, the feminine the side feminine side right mm-hmm. not necessarily creativity is feminine right but creativity is space is held for creativity in the right side of the brain which is considered the, the feminine right, so if you want to have a hobby maybe paint a little or go out, be a take pictures is that something that you've always kind of admired or loved to do then you're tapping into this new energy 100%, right? So you're creating an alignment with something new. Now, the other piece is don't expect to be the expert the first time you touch it. So if it's something that you're longing or desiring or would like to do, if you you know want to get involved in some sort of sporting activity or some sort of artistic endeavor, or you know if it's something that you're inspired by, it takes practice. 
So it takes practice being uncomfortable and seeing yourself through it, but it also takes practice starting something new. You're not an expert the first time you do anything and no one is. So if we set the barometer, you know, if we, if we put um, our first attempt against somebody else's 10,000th attempt, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment. So just honor and enjoy the process. There's a tool. The tool is to start, to start. And don't be attached to the outcome or what it looks like. Start. What inspires you? What are you feeling like you need more of? Do you need more fire and self-discipline and organization and um, boundaries? Do you, you know, the, the mm-hmm. access the left brain? Do you need more creativity, more compassion, more understanding? And I'm talking about for yourself first, like we could talk about for others too, but you mm-hmm. know, really it yeah. starts with us. So, you know, do you need more of that? Right. Access the, the right side. So just know that it's all inside of us. We are wired and designed with everything we need right from the get-go. And we forget that because we get caught up in the chaos of daily life. So carve out time first to sit with yourself. You know, Thursday night meditations are a great opportunity to practice the discomfort while holding yourself accountable. You know, it, it's like, it's uncomfortable for many people, all of us, when we start to sit with ourselves and to listen to the chatter in our brain and try to, you know, dissect or, or you know, we're constantly trying to fix or, or you know, sometimes we just need to be. Yeah. When I first started meditation and I, I, I've grown so much from quieting the mind. And one thing that I remember reading or a tip that helped me um, was I, I hear this a lot when I recommend, you know, oh, do you want to join us on Thursday nights for meditation? And a lot of people are like, oh, I can't quiet my mind. Like, I'm just, I can't do that. You know, the yoga and being no, that's not for me. I kind of have to do it all differently. And I get that if you have to do it differently. And you, the way that our meditation is set up with Thursday, you, I have even done it when I'm at work or when I come home and I still have to do the dishes because it needs to get done. Um, and listening to your voice, also sometimes it's just a message. Like I get what I need, but it's almost like reminding myself when we're driving, we are in this meditation mode where we have to focus but we get the mind gets quiet right because you have to still so you're still doing an action is and you're still looking at everything that's happening but really your mind quiets down right right it's about you know it's about the awareness of who you are and where you are and you know it's not necessarily we're never going to shut off the noise Mm -mm. we're never going to be never going to never gonna we're never gonna (laughs) going to be able to eliminate all of the external distractions because they will always be there so it's about learning to check in or look within or use your insight or your inner knowing you know during the chaos well everything is still going on. How do you check things out? How do you check out? 
you know, some people go for a run, some people go for a drive, some people just like, you know, go sit outside and, you know, watch the trees or listen to the wind blow or check out the stars at night. I mean, those are all forms of meditation because there mm-hmm. is no proper way to meditate. There's only awareness. So meditation by sitting with yourself brings you to an awareness, an awareness of your physical body an awareness of how you're feeling an awareness of what you're thinking. So awareness is really the key. So when we talk about law of gender, it's simply the awareness that you have all of these capabilities. Now you're only gravitating towards the channels that feel comfortable for you. And those channels may no longer be serving you, right? Those grooved paths that you have been, you know, following your whole entire life because that's your comfort zone, right? Have become the Grand Canyon. But I'm telling you that you can jump out of that and create some new grooves. So whether the new grooves are, you know, new energy um, in the direction of something that you've always wanted to do, or, um, you know, no longer being so available to people who are taking advantage of you, that's creating a new groove, you know, that's like, right. I've learned this year for me that, um, excuse me, just move my camera, but, uh, my energy was very go, 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 which is a more of a male energy, the, the right masculine energy of the doer, fixer. Um, I, I thrive because I'm an extrovert of being uh, the, the firefighter and turning off the fire. And so in my awareness of learning of who I am, I realized that I have a hard time with the quiet part, with the sitting down on a Sunday morning and just drinking some tea and not doing anything because I would constantly be like, no, but I have to do this and I have to do that. And I know that this year we've all experienced having to sit down, slow down, lock down yeah. slow yeah. down, be with each other in our houses, um, realizing that we are together more than we ever were because kids go to school your husband goes to work or your partner and then you only see each other for a few hours, you know, and there's only two days out of the week that you're really eight hours together. So there's the time for missing each other. But when we are all together during this time, the energy has completely shifted because now we are aware of where we are, of who we are, of what we're doing. And we had to slow down. There yes. was no going to restaurants. There was no going to the movies. There was no avoiding There was no avoiding the authenticity of, you know, actually cohabitating and living your lives. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still in that mess, right? A lot of people have left their jobs. A lot of people are deciding that, whoa, I'm waking up and I'm finding out I'm not happy with where I am and what's going on. And going through these, the process of the laws has been great because there's rhythm. We've talked about the oneness and how we are all connected and we have been reminded how we are connected and still learning about each other and embracing things in this world, especially with the technology. So I want to title that and I want to title that as awareness, right? So this is very simply um, an exercise in awareness, which is what meditation is, you know, it's noticing. 
right now, noticing. And, you know, my, my most favorite tool ever, because it's 100% accessible all the time, you know what I'm going to say, right? Is your breath, is your breath. So here we are, take a nice deep inhale. We inhale through the nostrils, nostrils are respiratory system. The mouth is your digestive system. Take a nice gentle exhale. It's a reset. It's a reset. So if you're falling into that deep canyon, that groove, and you want to shift that, use your breath. Take a deep inhale. Wait, is this the direction I want to go in? Is this lifting me up? Is this moving me towards something that's important? Is this uncomfortable? Yes. Those answers can all be, you know, yes at the same time. But taking that moment to take that pause, to take that breath gives you the opportunity to not fall in the canyon, you know, and it gives you the strength or the awareness to continue to forge ahead, to continue to step forward into your life. The next version of the most authentic version of yourself. Hey, we're just having those authentic conversations here, Amaralis. That's it. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. And talking about tools, because we always like to throw some tidbits and things. It reminds me of this amazing book that I was just um, speaking to somebody about it, The Artist Way. We'll put that in the notes of the writer, because I, I believe her name is Julia, but and she has an amazing journey book that has journaling, writing, connecting with yourself. There's like a date that you have to do with yourself. And this book helped me so much to slow things down, journaling, writing, um, connecting with my artistic self. So that's a little bit of something that you need. Right um, brain versus right brain. your very strong, dominant left brain organized, you know, yes. necessary, those kinds Stage of manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Micromanager. Yeah. Yeah, So that's a great um, book that I recommend out there to our our audience. So again, if you would like to join our Thursday night meditations, uh, we're good with time, Susan. We have a little bit. Yeah. We're right on time. Of course we're right on time because (laughs) that's how the universe delivers. It gives us exactly what we need, what needs to come across. You know, if we allow life if we allow life, it unfolds. If we try to force things, you know, if we're, you know, too sedentary and, and, you know, we're afraid of sensation or the change or whatever. So everything is unfolding right on time. This is perfect. You know, here we are, episode 12, complete the cycle. Guess what? We get to start something new. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that what we want to do? Yeah. Tap into what's next. Yeah. So, so, so here we are. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> and we'll see you again, maybe next week. Yes. So stop on by. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.